Welcome to the Making It Pod Course, a 30-day course for makers in business here on the Create and Thrive Podcast. I'm your teacher, Jess Van Den, and during the course, I'll be bringing you daily lessons on mindset, money, marketing, and business management to help you make it in the handmade business world. Every lesson is absolutely free here on the podcast, so make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. If you want regular updates and reminders via email, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com to register, and you'll also get weekly lesson summaries. If you're enjoying the course, please do share it with your Handmade Biz community in Facebook groups you're part of, at markets, and share it on your Instagram feed or stories. Please tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come on over and say hello. And the hashtag for the course is hashtag making it podcourse. If you want to take your learning to the next level, you can join me for the daily course conversation with hundreds of other makers in my private membership community for makers, the Thriver Circle. Head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. So you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, makers. Jess here. Welcome to lesson 21 of the Making It podcast. We're getting through it now. We only have one week left. We've talked about mindset. We've talked about money. We're going to wrap up marketing and next week it's going to be business management. I hope you've enjoyed the course up to now. Thank you so, so much to everybody who's been sharing the course on social media, uh, in real life. I've had some really lovely feedback. So thank you so much. If you haven't already shared it, it would be amazing. I would absolutely love it if you would take a moment to share it. If it's you know, if you found it useful, I'd love to get this out to as many makers as possible. So thank you in advance. Uh, quickly, uh, if you didn't listen to yesterday's lesson or you haven't quite got there yet today, I have a few announcements. First of all, I'm doing a Facebook Live at the end of the course to help you. If you want to ask me questions, uh, you can submit ahead of time and you'll also be able to talk to me live and pick my brain about anything that's come up during the course. Uh, I'll be announcing that on the Create and Thrive email list. So if you're not already on that, head on over to makingitpodcourse.com, pop your email in there, and you'll get information about the Facebook Live so you can join in. Also, come on over to Instagram and join me for my challenge next month for Makers, CT Month in the Life is a 30-day challenge or 31-day challenge, a month-long challenge for makers. I first did in 2014. I ran it in 2016 and it's back again this year. So it's a prompt every single day for August to help you to kind of get excited about Instagram again, be part of a bigger Create and Thrive community that's going to be participating. And it's a fun way to, you know, ramp up your Instagram game. So head on over to me on Instagram at Create and Thrive. Make sure to follow me and look for the hashtag CT Month in the Life post with all the prompts there. So you can uh, do a little bit of forward planning if that's how you'd like to do things. So today is how to make it marketing, our wrap up lesson. I've got a quote here from Claire Haler from Island Cabana Craft, and she says, while we've been building up our product line over the past three years, we've really struggled to market our brand at all. We're on an isolated island with seasonal tourist markets with no online shop in the past. So there's been no real purpose in building a brand. 
Since we've opened our Etsy shop, we've had sighs of relief from parents at our market stall who say it's just so much easier for them to shop online. So they take our card, go off for a swim. I've noticed more store views and visits after our market days, but whether it will translate into sales, only time will tell. So you'll notice I haven't actually talked about doing markets yet, and I'm going to briefly touch on that today because doing markets or shows or fairs, whatever you like to call them, is an incredibly powerful marketing tool. And that's how I see markets. You know, some some markets will be financially successful. Some of them won't seem so financially successful on the day. But I think a big point of doing these markets and shows is actually to get the word out build your brand. So it is a very effective way to do offline marketing as is wholesale and consignment. So so these are the old school kind of ways of getting your brand out there, you know, selling in, in brick and mortar shops. And while I don't do either of those things anymore, a lot of people do and they're very very successful and they make a really big impact because there's something really special about being out there in the world and actually meeting your customers and talking to them and just getting people to see you. Uh, And it builds your brand as well to be in the bigger shows. So for example, we have one here called the Finders Keepers in Australia, which is kind of the premier handmade market that, that is in a couple of different cities. So it's not just in one place. There's a couple of other really wonderful handmade markets that are city specific. But this one uh, is, you know, runs a couple of times a year in a couple of our capital cities. So if you get into the finest keepers, it's a huge boost uh, to your brand, not only uh, through making sales, but also just the kudos of being in a market, being chosen because the competition is quite fierce for a market like that. So those are some really, really good ways of getting your work out there. Uh, if that's something that works for your particular um product then i highly recommend doing it uh, and giving it a crack finding those quality markets so you know start small if you've never done it before start small don't expect a lot from like a local (laughs) fair or market uh, because you might not be selling to your ideal customer there you might be more of a part of a mix but as you go on you can try these bigger and bigger handmade specific markets and you might find for you especially if you are an extroverted personality who loves being with people, you might find it's a great um, marketing avenue for you. Same goes for selling uh, selling by wholesale and consignment. You might find that's a really good way of getting your work out there. And it might be something you like to do specifically. I mean, I've had people on the show who basically make their livelihood via selling wholesale. And conversely, there's people like me who make it exclusively from selling online so it really comes down to your personal preferences and what works best for your particular product you know as um, a wedding ring specialist it doesn't really make sense for us to be selling wholesale or consignment because we have to craft every ring to the exact size that someone needs it it's a a custom design whereas if you're selling maybe candles or uh, you know bigger heavier items it might make more sense for you to sell at markets and via wholesale because postage costs are so high so it's all that sort of stuff you have to weigh up as to what the best place for you to sell is but that's a whole nother episode and i've done episodes on that so (laughs) if you want to learn more about that sort of stuff head on back to the podcast and look through the archives so we've talked uh, this week about a whole bunch of things so getting clear on your story so what is marketing it's telling your brand story to your ideal customer working out what your uh, story is 
making sure that you have top quality visuals and branding. And then from there, talking about search engine optimization, having a mailing list and social media. Of course, there are other aspects um, of marketing. I didn't, this wasn't a comprehensive covering, you know, there's things like PR, which I didn't go into too much detail about. Uh, I do have a little bit of um, information about that. If you want to do some PR, I have a workshop in the Thriver Circle about how to get started with PR. I also have an interview coming up in the next few months on the show with a PR expert who's also a friend of mine who I've known for many years, who's really familiar with the, the creative industry. So keep an ear out for that. We just did our interview this morning, actually, I recorded it. So it'll be out in the next few months. So that uh, that's a really uh, useful marketing avenue as well. And there's all sorts of weird and wonderful ways to get the word out there about your brand. But the main thing is to have a strong story, have a strong visual component of that story, and then work out the best way for you. What works for you? You know, there's no, there's no right or wrong here. There is what works for your business. And that's what you need to figure out. What is the best way forward for you? Just because other people are doing it doesn't mean you need to. Even social media, you can have a successful handmade business without social media. You really can. You don't need it. Uh, it's kind of one of those things that's sort of expected these days. But I mean, for my business, for Ethereal, for social media is, I do it, but it's an incredibly small part of my, of my marketing strategy. It really is not where my sales come from. My sales come from having, you know, a good brand story, good visuals, good search engine optimization that's where my sales come from uh, generally through search and through a bit of PR as well actually um, and Pinterest which I talked about yesterday which is not technically a social media it's actually a search engine so that's where I get most of my um, non-SEO traffic from is Pinterest so that's why I so strongly recommend it for products based businesses to get your stuff on there and, and really build a profile on Pinterest So I hope that this has kind of given you a really uh, clear overview of the elements of marketing that you need to focus on and what perhaps you have not thought about yet or that you need to go and refocus on. I also want to briefly talk about product launching um, because I think this is something that can be really powerful. So there's a couple of ways to launch new products. You can do the drip feed model, which is where you launch stuff one by one on a regular basis. And there's sort of the, the more traditional fashion launch model where you launch a collection. Again, either one works. It just depends on your business. Uh, where you see social media um, being really successful for some makers is, say, uh, there's a lot of this in the ceramics industry because ceramics are often um, more difficult to replicate. So people will cl- release a collection uh, and they'll talk about it on social media. My collection's gone up. It's available now to purchase no doubt the, the successful ones also have a mailing list and they send it out to their mailing list. And that's a really nice way of doing batch releases uh, as product launches. And, you know, if you have a drip feed method where you're releasing a new thing regularly, that's brilliant because it gives you something to talk about. It gives you something to email out to your, your list. It gives you something to pin on Pinterest. It gives you something to talk about on social media, not just the actual here it is, but the prep, the, the leading up to it. All of those things are great. They're part of your story. And that's the sort of stuff that you want to be sharing. So to summarize, uh, just one final thing. 
on product launching is I do have a workshop for that. I have a workshop for almost everything, not everything. <laughs> In the Thriver Circle, it's called How to Plan a Product Launch. Uh, how to plan and implement a product launch, actually. So that's available. Uh, it's a video workshop, as they all are, over at thrivercircle.com when you become a member. It's all these workshops that I've mentioned and all the members-only podcasts are all there waiting uh, for everybody, uh, for members. If you're a member already, they're all there for you. And if you're not, of course, you can join Easy as Pie over at thrivercircle.com. And yeah, that's marketing. So if you have any follow-up questions for that, hold on to them for that Facebook Live. Or of course, you know, you can just come over to Instagram uh, and find the relevant uh, post because I've been putting a post up for every lesson in this course. And you feel free to ask me a question under there as well. And if you're in the Thriver Circle already, of course, come and join us for our course discussion. Your action step for today is to clarify the number one step you can make to improve your marketing strategy this week. Thanks so much, everyone. It's been a big few weeks. Uh, I'm looking forward to wrapping it up next week with business management. So I'll see you again tomorrow for the first lesson in that module. Bye for today.
Thanks for joining me for the Making It podcast. If you're enjoying the show, I would love it if you would consider sharing it with your community on Facebook and Instagram. Remember to tag me at Create and Thrive so I can come over and say hello. And if you want to take your learning to the next level and join me and hundreds of other amazing makers for the daily course conversation, come on over and become a member of the Thriver Circle, my private membership community for makers, full of educational resources, workshops, courses, members-only podcasts, and regular live teaching events with me. I'm Jess Van Den, and I'll be back again tomorrow with your next lesson. Keep thriving, and goodbye for now.